You're listening to Man Shopping with Stacy, where I share my real life and dating stories to amuse and inspire. Welcome to Man Shopping with Stacy, episode 10. What's the buzz all about? In this episode, I'm going to tell you all about my favorite one and only dating app, Bumble. I'll tell you why I prefer it over the others. I'll explain to you how it works and I'll give you my personal strategy. I'll also give you my tips on creating a profile that will attract the kind of man you want to meet. I'll tell you how I have communicated within the app, including sending the first message and graduating toward giving my number out and working toward a date. Now, before I get into the nitty gritty with Bumble, it makes a lot of sense to me to start by addressing the elephant in the room. That is the embarrassment and shame and hesitation for many, many people to use dating apps in general. Now, I happen to think that this is a load of shit. (laughs) There is so much negative talk about dating apps out there. Online dating has a super negative connotation, and I think it's just absolutely ridiculous. Let me state my case. (laughs) I can meet a man at a nice restaurant who is wearing a suit and tie. He just came out of the courtroom, and all he wants to do is fuck me. Or... I can pull up Bumble and see a man in a photo, in a suit and tie, who states to be an attorney with a prominent law firm in the city, who also just wants to fuck me. Do you see what I'm saying? You cannot guess or know the intentions of another human being, whether you meet them live and in person, or on a screen. In fact, the same people are indeed live human beings out there milling around in the world, as well as on their phones. This is something really hard to explain to married friends or to people who have never been on a dating app. Let's look at it this way. I have been on Bumble. I consider myself to be a catch. Yeah, I'll just go ahead and say it. I'm a good mom. I'm a good human being. I'm a Christian. I have a good job. I'm happy in my life. I love dogs, fancy cheese and bubble baths. That's me. That's how I explain myself online. So when I hear people say you can't meet a good person on a dating app or dating apps are only for people who want to hook up, it pisses me off. That's right. Pisses me off because it is not the truth. Are there people who are liars, who have fake profiles, who are deceptive? Yes. And those same people exist in the real world. And you could bump into them at the gas station or the library or church or the grocery store, by the way. It is no different. And let me take it a step further. 
my girlfriends were very concerned when I went on to Bumble for the first time. I tend to be a little bit on the trusting side, perhaps a little naive. Yes, it's true. However, this was something that I explained to my friends to try to put them at ease and make them feel a little bit better about my Bumble shenanigans. I told them that when I meet a man on Bumble or see his profile, I can stalk him. I can look him up on his company website where he tells me he works. I can look him up on LinkedIn once I know his full name. I can search divorce records through CaseNet. I can check him out on Instagram if he has an account. I mean, the, the options are endless. So in explaining this concept to my girlfriends, I then posed this question. Okay, so when you were in college and met a guy out at a bar and went home with him, was that safe? Did you, did you check to see if you had mutual friends on Facebook? Did you make sure he was who he said he was? Hell no. There was no chance. There was no opportunity. So you know what my argument is. It's actually pretty dang safe to online date if you know what the hell you're doing. Okay, so I went a little bit in the weeds, but I wanted to set the stage so that we can get over some of the stigmas and some of the nonsense surrounding online dating. It is not for losers. It is not for people who don't have a lot of friends, who sit at home with their cats on Friday nights because they're because they're like pathetic people living in their mother's basements. No, they're just people. We We are just people looking to connect. I'm going to remind you again, I'm your girlfriend over here. I am as extroverted as they come, and I happen to be pretty well connected. I have a lot of friends. I know a lot of people. Guess how many times I've been set up on dates? A couple. (laughs) That's the answer. A couple of times. So I have found... Bumble to be quite helpful to meet people I otherwise would not have met. So let's get into the app. Okay, so what's the buzz all about with Bumble? Why do I prefer it over the other dating apps? Very easy. It's because I'm in charge. (laughs) Every other dating app out there will make your phone blow up like the 4th of July because anyone and everyone can swipe and match with you at will. And a lot of times they can message you and fill up your email inbox or send your notifications on fire. I don't know about you all, but I'm kind of busy I mean, I do have a J-O-B, like a real one that I do during the day. (laughs) And the last thing I need is my phone blowing up more than it already does. 
No, thank you. This is why when you talk to single people, they are frustrated and overwhelmed all the time. Because especially if you are new to the apps in your area, you will just attract a lot of people. I don't care how old you are or what you look like or what you do for a living. I don't care what your demographics are. When you first get on the apps, you're going to have some action. And it can be overwhelming, intimidating, and annoying. Hey, guess what, ladies? That won't happen on Bumble. Okay, so let me explain why. Because on Bumble... No man can message you until you swipe and match with him. So when you are on Bumble and you have already set up your profile and you have, it's like a deck of cards. (laughs) It's the best way to explain it. You will see a man one at a time, a man's profile meaning his photo, his stats, what he says about himself, hopefully several photos. He may have his Instagram linked to it so you can see some of his candid photos as well. He may have his Spotify linked so you can see what kind of music he's into. You have a decision to make. You can swipe right on his profile because you like him and you want to know more about him. Or you can swipe left and move on to the next man. So if you swipe right on said man, he still can't message you. He still does not have access to you. But he does know at that point that you have matched. At this point, you have 24 hours, ladies, to message this man. If you don't message him, he goes away. (laughs) He disappears forever unless you pay for a premium service. So this is great. This is what I'm talking about. It's all in your control. Your phone is still silent, by the way. And it will be until he messages you back, which he also has 24 hours to do so. So you look at his photo. You think, yeah, I'd like to know him better. You swipe right on him. You send him a message. Hey, I also have a black lab. How cool is that? My dog's name is Nika. What's your dog's name? Seriously, it can be that easy. I don't believe in fake, corny, stupid pickup lines in like being overly flirty and flattering. Just be real, man. I mean, don't overthink it. Just Consider what it was that made you want to swipe and ask a question about it. Hey, I also love to cook. Butter and carbs are my favorite. I love French food. What's your favorite kind of food? Then you wait. Then you wait and see if he messages you back within the app. If he doesn't, then your match will dissolve and you can start over again. By the way, if you want to, if you're feeling crazy, you can swipe right on many, many guys and start many, many conversations all at the same time. 
Or you can be like me and swipe left 353 times before you find one man to swipe right on. I mean, you just never know. You just never know what that deck of cards is going to look like. It is a crapshoot, and it's all determined by the filters you choose. I mean, going back to Man Shopping with Stacy, episode one, what the hell is man shopping? When I talk about how <sighs> online dating reminds me of online shopping, one of the biggest reasons is because of these filters we set. So back then I made the comparison. If I'm shopping for a pair of shoes, I filter size six and a half, heel height, four inches and taller because I'm shorty. You know, all of these things narrow the options given to me. Likewise, on Bumble, you'll set filters. You can be specific about things like body type, height, education level, religion, drinking, smoking, what you're looking for, All of these things will broaden or narrow the men who are in your deck of cards, as I said earlier. So filter wisely, my friends. One of the other reasons I like Bumble, and I'm sorry, I'm kind of all over the place with this. They allow you to search nationwide. I think most of the apps have started to do this because of COVID. That's where these changes or when these changes started to happen. And let me tell you, the floodgates opened when this search feature changed. It was like Christmas for me because I would love to have an out-of-town boyfriend. That's right. I've been looking for one for like, I don't know, over a year. Haven't found one yet, (laughs) but I have dated a few guys from other cities and other states around the country, and it's been pretty fun. In fact, it's been so much fun that I am even writing a book about it. (laughs) So... Needless to say, it's another reason why I love Bumble because you can set your filter, your search area for nearby, like within 10 miles of your house, or you can do what I did and search nationwide. So you have options, ladies. So I feel like I've kind of started this episode backwards because I'm already talking about how the app works meaning swiping, messaging, what you're looking for um, in a man. And I skipped the part about your profile. And I haven't given you any advice on that yet. But hang with me. We're just going to keep going backwards. I'm going to tell you some of the reasons I swipe on men. So I set my filters to my preferences And I've already kind of gone over these, but be honest with yourself. Applying the filters appropriately will ensure that the men who pop up in your deck of cards match closely to what you're looking for, if they're being honest, and if you're being honest with yourself. So don't compromise. 
Don't compromise on deal breakers, things like smoking, not smoking, things like religion. Whatever it is that matters most to you, be true to that and honor it and click appropriately. Otherwise, you will be inundated with a lot of men who probably won't work out because you haven't been real with yourself. Okay, so I've explained a little bit about filters and you can use your imagination and guess what some of those filters are. It's all pretty surface level stuff except for one. One of the options that you can click on your profile is what you are looking for. The options are, I don't know yet, something casual, a relationship. The other somewhat complicated button is around children. So the options are something like want someday, have and don't want more, have and do want more, or don't want. So in my case, I click have and don't want more. Now, this has hung me up in the past for a few different reasons, because I would not want a man who has children, especially if they're grown, to think that I wouldn't want to be with a man who has children or be a part of, you know, his children's lives someday or whatever that looks like. Um, It's also tricky because I have met many men who say that they want someday, and I'm like, Well, do they put that because, you know, they want to have their own or because they want to be clear that they are open to having other people's children in their lives? Hmm, that could be a tough one because I have actually been out with several men uh, who I would not have expected them maybe to want their own children, and yet they do. (laughs) And so um, basically not my guy. So those things can get a little tricky. And again, I would just go with honesty. Um, In my case, the honest answer is have and don't want more. And then I tend to kind of take it with a grain of salt for what the men say and have learned to find out that answer fairly quickly in getting to know them if I'm really interested in them, which leads me to the next conversation or topic. So what are you looking for? What are you looking for? I've addressed this in other podcast episodes, but for those of you who haven't listened, this is this is a heavy topic. So I'm a firm believer in relationships, in partnering up, in finding love, marriage. I believe in all of those things. I believe in monogamy. I believe I believe in all of that. But I also know without a doubt that I have been on this journey for like a couple of years and there's no way I've been ready for any sort of commitment, monogamous, serious, marriage-intended relationship as of yet. Because, I mean, I'm working on myself over here. But that doesn't mean this entire journey has to be alone. I need to date. I need to meet people. I need to make friends. I need to connect. 
maybe I need sex. Maybe I need excitement. Maybe I need romance. So when I say Bumble is not a hookup app, it's not a find your next husband app, it's, it's whatever the hell you make of it. That's what it is. Because you can never know what, you, what you're going to get. Just because I have been out on a date with somebody that I find to be really attractive and have had sex early with them and that's all that it ended up being doesn't mean that I couldn't have actually fallen in love with that same person and dated, you know, uh, monogamously for several years. So with my filters, those have changed over time too. There have been times when I'm like, yeah, I don't really give a shit. Don't care what he does. Don't care how little his kids are. Don't care that he's never been married. Whatever. I'm just out here having fun, going on dates, meeting people, knowing full well that the guys that I went out on dates with were not going to turn in, most likely, to my next boyfriend. I'm at a little bit of a different place now. I am really enjoying my dating hiatus. I've been on this dating hiatus for a long time. I've been busy over here. I've been writing a book and doing this podcast thing. I've been socializing and networking and living it up. And so... I've gotten quite particular in my dating life. I don't have the energy to go on a date just to make a new friend necessarily. I still think that's a good idea. I think I'll get back to that point in a short matter of time probably. But for someone who enters my life now, for me to want to go on a date with them, I'm going to be really, really excited. And if I were on Bumble right now, or if you are at this point in your life that you want to meet someone special, you are tired of dating just to date, just to meet people, whatever, I'm going to give you this advice. Only swipe if you are excited to swipe. If you are convincing yourself and talking yourself into reasons why you should swipe on someone, it's probably not going to end up being someone that you date ongoing. That's been my experience for what it's worth. If I were on Bumble right now, I would not be swiping on anyone unless I was like, holy shit, cannot wait to meet this man. That's where I'm at. My advice for those of you who haven't dated much, who have been holding back, who have been scared to go online, who just need to kind of get back out there, meet some people, make some friends, have an open mind, be open to whatever happens, I would be pretty forgiving. I would be pretty open-minded within your filters and boundaries and within what's important to you um, because that's what dating is. Dating is meeting lots of people looking for your person. You're not going to find your person if you're not willing to meet people. Deep Thoughts by Stacey Weimer. I'm just rolling with this. This is not a very structured podcast, but it's like stream of consciousness at this point. It's like, it's 1030 on a Wednesday night. So (laughs) 
This is, you're getting what you get. I hope it makes sense. Okay, so when I look at a man's dating profile or his Facebook or his Instagram for that matter, these are some of the things that I've learned to look for. I love a big, warm smile. Close up, face. That's what I like. If I see a guy who hides behind sunglasses, blurred images, holds his dog up in front of his face, puts his kids in front of his face, or only has pictures of like, you know, his truck or something, that's not my guy. Like, I want to see a guy confident enough to fucking smile for the camera. That's what I want to see. More importantly than that, I want to see how this man lives. I want to get a glimpse into his lifestyle. So what I look for is something related, hopefully, to his profession, to his friendships, to his family and his pastimes. So for instance, if I could see a guy dressed in his work clothes or in his office or his work environment or with coworkers, whatever that looks like. I love that. I like to see a family photo. If the guy doesn't have children, then with his mom or his brother or his friends, with other people that he loves and he's close with. I love to see a guy enjoying his pastimes. So snow skiing photos, fishing photos, hiking pictures, out at a sporting event, playing a guitar, whatever that is, it gives me an idea of how he spends his time. Yeah, that's important. I'm looking for a well-rounded guy, a guy with a full, rich life. I'm not looking for a guy who stands at a bathroom sink or sits in the front seat of his car, or stands in his bedroom taking selfies. To me, like, it is the biggest turnoff because I know nothing about him. I mean, I might know what his closet looks like or his bathroom sink or like what kind of hand soap that he uses, but that doesn't tell me shit. I want to see I want to see a glimpse of who he is. I want I want an idea of what we would talk about or if we were dating how we would spend our time together rather than just words. It's kind of like the idea of, you know, actions speak louder than words. Well, photos can do that too. And, you know, on Facebook, it's kind of the same way. Like if I have looked at men's Facebook profiles, like they will ask me out and then I pull up their profile and I'm like, I can't even, I would not spot you in a lineup. Like I don't even know which guy you are or you are so hidden behind, you know, a fish or a dog or a kid, or there's not even a photo of your face anywhere to be found. What the fuck? Like, no, that's not, that's not a good idea. <laughs> like, no, uh-uh. So I hope that you can infer that if I'm expecting these things of the men that I'm looking for, that that would be my advice to you ladies as well, because it is. Clear, mainly unfiltered, untouched up, undoctored photos. 
a little bit of good lighting, all of that, sure. But it should look like you. It should be a clear representation of what you look like. So I recommend a great shot of your face with a big smile. If you have friends in the photo, just make sure you're in the middle or make sure that it's very apparent if someone looks at six photos of you that they can tell it's you in each photo. Like don't confuse people with too many photos of other women, but there's also no need really to like blur out your friends or whatever, as long as they can tell it's you. So a nice photo of you smiling, hopefully alone and hopefully not a selfie, a full body. I got to say it. I appreciate it when a man shows a full body photo of himself. I do the same in return because it's important. You shouldn't figure out the body stuff on a date. Like you should already pretty well know an honest picture of what you're getting into. It also shows style, right? If you show a full body photo, you show your shoes, you show your legs, you show how you present yourself. I like to see that in a man too. I like to see what kind of style he has, how he dresses head to toe. If I only see a golf shirt in every photo, I have to wonder, does he have really ugly flip-flops on and I just can't see them? These are the thoughts that run through my head. So in addition to that, obviously I would advise getting some of your hobbies people who are important to you. Have all of that in your photos. Like, Give a real good indication of what kind of woman you are. And I know you are interesting. You are smart. You're adventurous. Show the men that. Show them that you're confident by smiling directly into the camera. Don't hide behind filters, fakeness, or, you know, your dog. <laughs> If you're not comfortable putting your kids out there, then by God, oh, good night. Don't do it then. Um, I, my daughter's 16. I have always put one photo of her and I out there. I'm perfectly comfortable doing so, um, it, you know, but you definitely don't have to. And I'd say probably more often than not, people don't put photos of their kids. Maybe one similar to me. Um I have seen a couple of guys that have photos of their kids in like every single picture. And it does kind of, I mean, I love that a man is an active and involved father, but I also would hope that he has interests and time to his, himself as well. I think that's important. And I think the longer that you're single and dating, the more that you develop all of those things. So those are just some things that I look for. I hope it helps. I think the pictures are by far the most important part of your profile. We all know men are visual. And guess what, ladies? We are too. We will absolutely swipe right on handsome guys and left on guys that seem less attractive. And sometimes it's just because of poor quality photos or poor choices in photos. Um, I can tell you if the first picture of a man is shirtless holding up a fish, I swipe left every single time time. And I don't care how handsome a man is, if he is standing in front of a urinal with a mirror, I swipe left every time. <laughs> like, come on, like, then you must not be very intelligent. That's how I look at it. Like, maybe that's a poor judgment, but that's my judgment. That's that I'm getting judgy on you. That's, that's how I look at things. So aside from the photos, clearly there are some areas where you can type things in. 
I have never used any of the prompts on Bumble. And it's clearly because I have a mind of my own (laughs) and I say what I want to say. There's nothing wrong with using the prompts and answering the questions. I have definitely swiped right on men who do that. Sometimes I think it's really cute. Um, Other than that, like when you write the description of yourself, again, I say just be true to yourself. You know, think about the things that matter most to you. I have put out there very clearly, I have a couple of years left with my daughter at home before she leaves for college. I would love to date someone who has weekend availability. I would love to travel with someone. I put my intentions right out there now. I didn't do that in the beginning of my dating. Um, I'm very honest with how I like to spend my time. The last thing I want to do is spend my my weekends um, or my free time doing shit that I pretend to like. Nope, not going to do that. I am pretty adventurous. I would probably do just about anything on a date. But I mean, I also have my preferences and there are probably a couple of things I would flat out refuse to do. (laughs) One of them would be like, I would not do like a mud run or a CrossFit competition or ride on a motorcycle. Those are some things that I have zero interest in. So no big shocker that my advice to you is just be very true to yourself. Be honest. You want someone to like you for you. So just do that and expect the same in return. And when you do find someone to swipe right on and you send a message, again, just yourself. It doesn't have to be something overly charming or flirtatious or attention grabbing. You can get there. Like you just have to initiate the conversation. Then you can crank up the charm and message back and forth. And if you want to lead with something bold, by all means, do it. I've done that before. It just depends on my perception of the guy I'm swiping on and how I'm feeling about him and what the hell I have to say and maybe my mood. So that's my advice on the profile side of things. So I'm going to leave you with my strategy. When I was on Bumble for eight months and I was gathering my book material unknowingly most of the time, (laughs) I paid for Bumble premium. And here is why. I don't know if you can tell, but I am very type A and I happen to overanalyze everything. So when I see a deck of cards with men's faces on them, I have great anxiety over swiping right or left. I find it damn near impossible to look at a guy and decide on the spot without knowing who is behind him if I should swipe right or left. So what I have done is paid, let me look it up. I have to look at my notes because I'm not on Bumble. So I have like, I've had to Google the answers to this stuff that I can't remember. So right now, Bumble Premium for three months is $46.99. It's pricey, I think, compared to other apps, but I think it is totally worth it. And you don't have to invest that much. You can do a week at a time or a month at a time, whatever. They have other options. I have committed and just done 
several months because what I have found is that I, it takes a while for me to find someone that I really want to date. So, or like date more than once. <laughs> so, so I've paid for Bumble Premium. And let me just tell you, I think it has some gigantic advantages of doing the free route. And I have found it to be totally worthwhile. And it is the only way I will ever do Bumble. So when you select the premium option, I think the biggest benefit of it is that you can see who has swiped on you. Ladies, this changes the entire game. Not that it's a game, but dear God, does it seem to make life easier, I think. So what happens is you can see what they call a beeline. It will show you up to 50 men at a time who have swiped right on you. They don't know if you have paid for a premium you know, subscription or not. They just happen to have seen you and swiped, you know, thinking maybe you'll swipe on them and you will and it'll be a match. They don't know where they're at in your deck of cards, especially if you are looking nationwide. Um, it's a lot harder to well, you can't. It's like impossible to figure out any of those things. So it's gonna show local men at the top of the beeline. And that's all it'll show if you've set your filter like within, you know, whatever, 50 miles or whatever, 100 miles. When you set it nationwide, though, let me tell you, it varies widely. And it changes because Bumble is location-based like a lot of the apps. So it will share and search based on your location. So you have to keep your location services enabled in order to properly use the app it's not that specific, and I think you can change it. So, like, instead of mine saying Parkville, I'm pretty sure I could make it say Kansas City if I wanted it to. Um, I think you can tweak it in little amounts. And so, if you're like me and you travel and you're not opposed to meeting someone in a different city, that's a huge advantage because then all of the men near you pop up at the beginning of your beeline. So I've met and dated a few guys from the mountains when Lainey and I have gone skiing in Vail. Um, I met a guy from California. I have met uh, guys from other parts of Missouri because I have visited my parents who live a couple of hours away from me. And so I've dated men from St. Louis because that's the closest big city to where my parents live. So you see what I mean? Like you, it's a big advantage because you don't have to make a split second decision. Not that you have to make a split second decision. That same guy's face is going to pop up every time you open up the app. You have to decide on him is my point. The guy at the top of the deck every time. It's one at a time. Make a decision, right or left. And then you see the next guy, right or left. And let me be clear. You can be pretty liberal and swipe right and not message, you know, or or decide to message. You could swipe right on the first 10 guys if you wanted to and message all of them. But if you're someone like me and you're feeling fairly particular, it's a lot of pressure to just look at one man and think, hmm, 
is he the one I want to swipe on? So when you pay for the premium service and you can see the beeline of men who have already swiped on you, the other advantage is you know they kind of like you or they they saw something about you that they like. It doesn't mean that you're going to match and communicate and go on a date, but it's closer to a sure thing, you know, than just swiping off of the deck with a free with the free service. So I like that. Obviously, you can compare them to one another too, which that sounds so shallow, but (laughs) you may have been kind of excited about one guy, but then holy shit, there's this guy over here. And, and then, you know, like you can make a more informed decision. Let's say that instead of calling it a comparison, let's just call it a more informed decision because it is because you're seeing all of your options um, laid out before you instead of just a singular guy one at a time. So that is the biggest and best thing about paying for Bumble Premium. It is my strategy. It is what I have done. Um, I have absolutely swiped on multiple men in different cities and messaged with all of them at the same time. Because guess what? In a few days time, half of them drop off or you decide you're not interested in them anymore. So there's nothing wrong with that. That's what dating is. I promise you most of them are talking to multiple women at the same time too. Um, It doesn't mean that they're going on dates or kissing all of them or having sex with all of them or whatever. But everyone who is on an app typically is on an app because they want to date and they want to meet people. Um, Sometimes it can feel kind of fast and furious. And I kind of like that. If I'm on an app, I'm there to go on a date. So if I swipe on a man on Bumble and we chit chat, meaning we text within Bumble for a little while and things seem to be going pretty well, my strategy is to go ahead and give him my number pretty quickly. I want a man who's decisive, who knows what he wants and who goes after it. I want to be pursued. So if I give my number to a guy and he does not message, call me or ask me out in a short amount of time, I'm going to assume that he's already dating someone else or he is not that interested in me. Um, And then I move on. And likewise, you know, if you match and chit chat and talk, there's, you you can obviously get into lots of different scenarios we could talk about. People can ghost, people can unmatch you, sometimes for no apparent reason. Um, You know, also... With the beeline, if you're looking, especially at local guys, you can figure out who some of them are, you know, and talk about a more informed decision. I mean, if a guy has an unusual name or an unusual occupation, it's typically pretty easy to figure out who he is. Um, Harder if you're looking into different cities and maybe don't have mutual friends and stuff. But that's another advantage of the beeline because if they do use their real first name, as I hope they do, you can sometimes figure out a little bit, get a little bit more background um, info on them before you even talk to them if you want. Or you talk to them and you learn a little bit more about them and then you can stalk them even more properly, which is not crazy or weird, by the way. It is a safety thing. It is an honesty thing. It is a, I don't want to get catfished, lied to, dirty johned or manipulated kind of thing. And I'm going to do all 
whole show just about safety and the things that I have learned and the advice I have taken from some of my friends on how to be a little wiser about dating in general, not just online dating, but um, I will do a whole show on that if that has piqued your curiosity. Okay, so I'm really here just to share my own experiences about Bumble. I'm not trying to sell the app to you or anything. Promise I'm not getting compensated, although I wish I was. Um, So the other things that you'll get with your premium service, which I don't think I've even used, you can extend your match by 24 hours. So I guess if you like are busy or like hung up or can't decide if you want to message somebody or just like forget. (laughs) You can extend your match. You can backtrack an accidental left swipe. Now I could definitely see how this could come in handy because if you've been on an app for more than a couple of days, you will find yourself getting pretty haphazard with your swiping. Um, And mistakes can be made. Or if you're like me, you'll let your friends take your phone or maybe, maybe your teenage daughter, and they may swipe in directions that you're not in agreement with, and you can undo it. Um, the other things that they allow you to do is like spotlight yourself, and I don't even really know what that does, but I think it might move you um, up higher in the deck, so you might appear more in men's searches. Um, And then you can super swipe, which basically shows someone, hey, I'm really, really interested in you. And I got to say, like, psychologically, that can work a couple of different ways. Like, it can either be really flattering or it can be kind of like, I don't know, almost creepy. And I think that it is all dependent on your perception of the other person. Because if some guy that I think looks great on paper, meaning like we match in a lot of ways and, you know, I find him to be attractive and all of the things I'm looking for, then I would be pretty flattered if he super swiped on me. But if it's like some guy that I perceive to be as like a weirdo, then it's like, uh, yeah, no, thank you. That super swipe did nothing for me. Um, So those are some of the other features that you get. But really, it's all about the beeline and being able to see who has swiped on you. So I'm kind of worn out. Um, I knew that this was going to be a little bit of a beast of an episode and I don't know that I did it justice, but what I will tell you is I'm going to revisit some of the sections of this podcast in the future, especially the safety stuff, especially kind of like the dating intentions part, like why would you why would you put you're looking for a relationship when you are separated not even divorced yet or why would you put looking for a relationship if you are 6 months out of a 20 year long marriage you shouldn't people that's the answer you can be out there dating it doesn't make you um like immoral to say, I don't know what I'm looking for yet. That's honest and healthy. Um, Those are mistakes I've made. I definitely put that I was looking for a relationship like right out of the gates. So untrue. I am a relationship person. I want a partner someday, but... (laughs) 
I definitely have gone through lots of different stages in my dating and just needed, as I keep saying, to date, to meet people, to make friends, to find out what I'm looking for, to learn, to write a book, to grow. My book is not about like exploiting men on dates either. It's about my learnings. The whole book is like, yeah, they're transparent stories of my dating life, but it's because of the self-discovery that I wanted and I still want to go on. So anyway, I digress. I am going to wrap up. What's the buzz all about? I look forward to hearing your feedback and questions in my DMs, on my website, through emails. And I have a new feature on the website where you can leave me a voice message and I cannot wait to hear those. There are instructions um, step by step and I, with your permission, will share them on future podcasts. Isn't that cool? So I've been pretty vocal about the fact that I've basically been on a dating hiatus for many, many months now. I've been busy. I've been writing a book. I've been working. I've been hanging with my girl. And I've been doing this podcast thing. Well, guess what, ladies? Episode 11? It's called Dry Spell. (laughs) I'm thinking some of you can relate. It's gonna be a doozy. Thanks so much for listening to episode 10. Yay, 10 episodes of Man Shopping with Stacy. I hope that this episode has helped give you some insight into my preferred dating app called Bumble. If you've enjoyed What's the Buzz All About or any of the other episodes, I encourage you to please share the podcast with a friend. Podcasts grow like books, word of mouth. So please put the word out there. 